Welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode number 358. My name is Brando. I'm going to need some help by the end of this recording of what to name this episode for these fan reviews. I, I really have a, have a good time. You know, patience to, uh, to Portugal. What do we come up? Do we go yesterday's in Europe? Uh, no, maybe, maybe it's a Guns N' Roses song. We'll, we'll think of something. So uh, today with our panel, I got to go. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, Zoom, I got to go to the cat first. I'm a cat person. I'm sorry. So, yes, if you're listening on podcast, we, we have a cat kind of joining us. So, cat avatar. Uh, Jim and Arlie, uh, they, Arlie runs a great um, social media site. It's on Instagram and, and uh, Twitter as well. Guns and Roses every fucking day. GNR every day. Uh, it's Guns and Roses. We, we can curse. This is, how can you like this band and not like cursing? Uh, so I really appreciate Jim and Arlie coming on. And I'll just preface this with Jim is going to help Arlie uh, translate a little bit. Because they're over in Italy, and that's okay. This is Guns N' Roses worldwide, so we make it work. So, welcome both of you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we went uh, to the last uh, date of the tour to Hanover. Uh, uh, and the reason you traveled to Hanover uh, yeah. from Italy is because you were on your honeymoon, right? Yeah, exactly. Because, um, well. We actually we had uh, the um, tickets for Dublin in 2020, but it, it was postponed, um, and we got uh, the one for Dublin because uh, there was no um, date in Italy uh, in that year. Then, in, when was postponed to 2021, it was added the Milan. Uh, um date we got the ticket for that one too <laughs> um and so we should have gone to those two dates then we decided to get married <laughs> and uh to let the just the honeymoon be a bit longer we sold the ticket for milan and uh, dublin and we got the ticket for the last uh, date of the tour that it was Hanover. Uh, so we went there uh, at the end of the, our honeymoon. Uh, then we got back home. I mean, that sounds like a great honeymoon. Um, yeah. You know. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, it's a <laughs> great honeymoon. Bad. And I was telling you off the air that, you know, I, I just got married. I, if those who listen know that I was married to the lyrics of This I Love, which... I, oh, I, I, it was, uh, wasn't I, my cat, buddy. I sang um, "Think About You" to her at the at the dinner after the oh. our <laughs> our wedding. Um, a friend of mine 
played the classical guitar. We did uh, an acoustic version, and uh, well, I didn't start it really well, <laughs> but. The second part of the song, I did a pretty, a pretty good job. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that's it. Well, I think that's cool uh, because I'm obviously, well, I kept doing shows, you know, so I didn't go on my honeymoon yet. Probably next year we might take an Alaskan cruise or something like that. But you know what my, my wife is doing right now? She's upstate uh, seeing Dave Matthews for the 51st time. <laughs> uh, so she's going with a friend because I don't. Uh, I saw Dave Matthews, I think one and a half times, and that was enough for me. That was enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so cool. So we're, you're going to hang out. We're going to talk about the Hanover Show. We're going to talk about you know Guns N' Roses in, in general, you know, overall, and your experiences and your your website. You know why you started it. But let's go to uh, Veronica, who I really appreciated that you reached out on on Twitter. You know, like I want to talk about, you know, I want to make sure I pronounce this right. Again, Dumb- yes. Dumb- well, you know, Seville? it's the, the American way is Veronica, but the Spanish way is uh, Veronica. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry. Veronica. Veronica. Yeah, it's okay. okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, I appreciate you reaching out, but I also want to make sure I pronounce, I know how to say Spain, <laughs> but uh, Seville, Seville, how do, how do I say that? Seville. Well. In Spanish is Sevilla, but in English is Seville, so it's again. Sevilla. Oh, English is such an ugly language. I'm sorry. <laughs> you all have such romantic language. Even with, uh, with Jim's before saying Dublin, Dublin. I'm just like, Dublin, London. And you're like, London. It's, it's, anyway. I'm getting sidetracked you know, already. <laughs> romantic languages, I guess. <laughs> you're absolutely right. So uh, thank you. And you're going to be hanging out talking about the show you went to and just your Guns N' Roses experiences. Oh, and I saw GNR shirt you have on right now. Is that what you have? Guns N' Roses shirt? No? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I have this. Oh, nice. Oh, I have that shirt somewhere with the uh, the skull with the knife or the sword through it. I have that somewhere around. I have so many Guns N' Roses shirts, as I'm sure we all do, as we all do. Yeah. yeah. And Marco, do you, uh, Marco Polo, do you hear me? I, I can't now. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool. So, <laughs> that's so great. Uh, wow, I didn't think that would work out, Marco Polo. I, I'm testing it, the audio, and it's, your name is Marco. So, uh, Marco, uh, from Eng- England, uh, went to London. Yeah, I, I'm Italian, but I lived in England for years. That's right. Okay. So you're Italian, living in England. You went to, unlike the last uh, fan review, I'm writing all this down so I don't screw it up. <laughs> so you went to the first London show. You had tickets yep. to Glasgow, which we yeah. know got postponed, but you got to see uh, go to Milan, which is amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, so this, yeah, this is really cool. And this is something that I love about this podcast. It's not just getting the interview cool rock stars and talk about Guns N' Roses, but it's getting to talk to fans all around the world, literally. So I told you all off the air, I'm telling you those listening, because uh, Arlie and Jim, you're not, you, I guess more Arlie, because you're the, you're the Guns N' Roses every fucking day person. And I get it, because not everyone wants to be on the radio or wants to be put on YouTube, but you still want to talk about Guns N' Roses. So anybody who wants to come on, do a review, you can have an avatar. Like last episode, I did one with James Brown, not the James Brown, but I had a picture of him and Slash 
over his little bassoon box. So have fun Thanks, with it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, that's 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 exactly what we do here. So um, maybe we should start kind of reading with the and work our way backwards because Axel, our, our Lord and Savior, uh, I'm, I'm picturing him at a typewriter, even though it was on Twitter. But he's <laughs> he's been writing some notes lately, and uh, they finished the European leg. So that's what we're, we're wrapping up here before we go to South America. So this is what Axel had to say. Oh, actually, before I I read, I should say this. In, in addition to if you want to come on with an avatar, I put in my fake tooth today. I know people – forgive me for those who are have heard this story before. January, got into a bad car accident, knocked a tooth out, tooth out not getting an implant until August. This gives me a lisp, so I'll try before I, I read. Let's practice. Slashes, snake pit, sold seven seashells by the seashore. All right, let's see if I can read. So we're, we're all self-conscious about our accent today. That was the point of it all. All right, so I'd like, to call, I'd like to thank everybody, everyone that came out to our shows in Europe. You were amazing. Hope you had fun, and I hope to see uh, everyone again sooner rather than later. I want to thank everyone in London for being so understanding of our challenges and apologize again to our fans in Scotland for having to postpone our performance there. Rescheduling uh, or being forced to cancel aren't things that are done lightly, especially with our fans. The size of the endeavor and everyone from the fans, the cities, the venues, the promoters, the crews, and everyone involved taken very seriously into consideration. I'd like to thank Carrie Underwood and her team for uh, coming all the way to the UK for the shows in, oh, I got to pronounce this right, Tottenham, not Tottenham. It's Tottenham, right? <laughs> I screwed that. I was corrected last time. So Tottenham. Uh, yeah. And with all his emojis that he likes to use. She's amazing. And in this case, a real lifesaver. At least someone could sing. <laughs> uh, it's a, just, and then he continues. It's just a simple gesture, and it's awkward dealing with the gravity of something like this. But in an effort to pay respects, we'd like to dedicate this tour to our friend Taylor Hawkins. Taylor was a really great guy, and it was always really great to see him. He was uh, he was great and always welcome uh, part of a touring these last few years. It's such a horrible thing, and our hearts go out to his family, friends, bandmates, and everyone who loves him. And A little more left. Axel likes to write. Uh, I, I also like to thank everyone for showing uh, love and support during the tour to the people of Ukraine in their normal horrifying fight for freedom against the increasingly uh, totalitarian, see, I got that out with my list, but totalitarian re- regime ran by a callous, lying, murderous little man with outdated ambitions and no regard for human life. <laughs> looking forward to seeing anyone, excuse me, looking forward to seeing everyone in South America. See you soon. So a lot from Axel there. Um, Jim and Arlie, I want to go to you because you've been talking about Guns N' Roses every fucking day, just like you're... Your site says, uh, what do you think of this tour? Uh, can you tell, talk to us about, and Jim, if you can talk to us about uh, the show that you went to in, in Italy. In Germany, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, you're from Italy in, yeah. in Germany. <laughs> I write it down, I still screw it up, so there we go. Yeah, um, she talked um, to me about the problems uh, Axel had in London. Uh, so I was a little bit worried, and in the first song, it was it's so easy. Uh, uh, 
I was still <laughs> worried. But um, then one song after the other, it was better and better. And uh, at the end, uh, I was amazed. <laughs> it has been a real good uh, concert. Uh, what else can I say? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, it was a great concert, and there were some really cool things that happened in the at the end of the the final bow of the Hanover show. Axel doing a little dance, you know, going yeah. in front of everybody <laughs> and going back in the line. And what was really cute is that he picked up Melissa Reese. And it was like kind of, yes. you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like the daughter he never had in a way. Yeah, it looks like. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was cute. You, you, you ever think, did he ever do that with Chris Pittman? I don't, that would have been, no, I don't think so. That would, that would have been very, very awkward. So that's, that's awesome. Uh, I'm curious about the, can you describe the, the fan base in, in Germany? You know how how is it there? Because this is something that I like to learn. What are the fan bases? And I'll ask the same thing of of you, Veronica and Marco. How because it's in America. I don't know. Depends on the city. People are like up and cheering. Sometimes they're quiet. Uh, I never see them as um, uh, the first yeah. thing I can the thing I can say about the the, the German fan base is beer. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! They were uh, one after the other, going to the bar, getting a beer, going, coming back, going to the bar, coming back. I don't know. I was there. I, I, I was trying to listen um, uh, uh, to see to be there in front of the stage for all the songs, but. They don't really do this. That's okay. <laughs> okay. It was they were always at the bar. Okay. Uh, but um, but the they were nice. The there has been a couple of um, chants from from the uh, from the fans. Uh, um, uh, in a lot of those songs, uh, they were putting up the cell phone with the lights on, uh, sure. and it was cool. Uh, was uh, did you see any? Because um, what's cool, I always see like, when when the Guns Roses goes to different countries, people holding up signs, you know, "Welcome back to you know here," and they'll put their country's flag on it. Do you see any of that? And also, I think it happened in the uh, the Netherlands. Where there was uh, people that made like a specific um, IPA uh, beer with Axel's logo, uh, you know, a caricature of Axel and slashes. So I don't know, I'm just curious. Anything like that? The the the. Um... I like how the cats. Think, if you're watching this on YouTube, like <laughs> if, if, if Jim is thinking, the I'm cats think the same. <laughs> I I love I'm it. Distracted. I'm trying to hear you, but I'm like watching on the cat like this. <laughs> I love it. It's perfect. Perfect. It's great. Nice pun. I I couldn't help it. It is what it is. Uh, I am in the science or. Um, <clears throat> or anything like that so back 
uh, okay. where we were, but I don't know if... Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, but there was the, um, the cup, the cups for the beer. It, it, it was uh, of Guns N' Roses with, the, with a, a logo on it. Okay. You got to keep those all souvenirs. It's nice. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's... I mean, for me, that's the beauty of going to like a ball game. You know, just get a souvenir and have a. Dr- I mean, I don't drink, but I'll get like an ice cream or something, and then uh, <laughs> I'll get that. Uh, you know, you, we're talking about the sound issues, and um, you, Jimmy was saying how Arlie was concerned about that, and that's obviously why Glasgow was postponed. So let's go to Marco. You kind of experienced the beginning of those sound issues. If you, yeah, um, yeah, can you talk yeah, about I that? Mean, there was- yeah, there, there was. I, I want to obviously keep it really positive because the the tour was amazing. You know what I saw of it, um, and actually, I think the only problems were nothing to do with the band, right? Particularly in London, and I think some of the band members have actually uh, addressed that publicly. I know Richard Fortas put something on Facebook and that kind of thing, but yeah, the first night in London was so. This was the first ever concert. At, at Tottenham's new stadium. So they'd only ever had um, football or soccer uh, and NFL, American football games there. So never never had a band. Um, so Guns N' Roses night one was the first ever concert. And the, um, we, we were there so early, uh, you know, midday, we, we were there queuing. And the doors opened at 5.30 which by that point, Gary Clark Jr. should have been on. Michael Monroe should have already played. So Michael Monroe didn't didn't play that night, sadly. Um, so yeah, there was frustration due, you know, because of that. But once once we were inside, um, to me, the sound was actually quite good. We, you know, we were gold circle in, in London, so we were quite lucky. And it sounded quite good because we were kind of in the middle of the gold circle, which is the front of the standing area. Um, and I thought it sounded great, but halfway through Estranged, um, just before the Dizzy Reed piano interlude, um, Axel stopped and addressed the crowd, um, who were kind of signalling that there were sound problems. Hmm. Uh, but I think it was mainly the people right at the front who were almost online with the speakers, and then people right at the back who have the repeater speakers, you know, halfway along the stadium who, who were suffering the most. Uh, and I must admit, once the the address it, it did sound, you know, a lot better to be honest. Hmm. Um, but I, I think Axel that night he was on fire. To, to be honest, me, me and my friend we we were like, "What? This is the best he sounded since 2006." You know, which um, that tour for me was. Uh, we saw him several times, and he was amazing that tour. Um, and and this tour he sounded as good as that. But I think he strained. He he, he was putting so much into it because I think there were sound issues for the whole band that obviously night two suffered and there was a shorter set, you know, they didn't play November Rain. I don't think they played, um, you know, Rocket Queen, that kind of thing. They only did 19 songs, which, you know, is loads for most bands, but for GNR, it's uh, some people might feel <laughs> hard done by. I know. They really set a bar. We've spoken about that, that... Yeah. A shortened set list for Guns N' Roses is, is a longer set list for most bands, and uh, to yeah, have a bar of three and a half hours or three hours a night is is hard, yeah. especially as the band gets older. 
you know, um, but they're, they're, they're doing it, which is um, quite incredible. And yes, in regards to those Richard Fortas comments that you, you saw, and I, I, I posted them, I saw they were getting shared around. I don't know how, what the original post was, but they just seemed to be a random comment on maybe on his Instagram. Yeah. And he was responding to it saying that it was, um, you know, an issue with the stadium. And then I don't know yeah. if you guys and girls saw that there was a Reddit post. I'm not really a Reddit guy, but um, mm-hmm. it was brought to my attention about somebody who knew somebody. Oh, my best friend, you know, my friend works at there, and, and the, the band, it was oh, all yeah. the band's fault. They wanted to bring in their own equipment, basically blaming the band. I'm sorry. I'm going to take Richard Fortas's word over some random dude on Reddit. I mean, yeah, same. Me too. It might that have been, was the first time yeah. I commented on anything when you when you I think retweeted that. I, oh, okay. I made a comment on that because yeah, I've not really said anything until that point. But actually, I, I think it was quite telling that after the show because the stadium is in quite a um, sort of built up area. There's a lot of housing right there, you know. So you imagine like GNR playing till 11 p.m. with 60,000 people, and you live. You know, ten meters across the road. Um, so after the show, we I, I crossed the road and got a coffee in a small shop. And the lady there said, "Did you have a good show?" I said, "Yeah, it was great." And I said, "Oh, did you hear it? I'm guessing you heard it." And she said, "No, I heard nothing." Now, to me, that's an open stadium. She's thirty yards from the stadium and didn't hear anything. They've done something to that stadium to soundproof it. To that's un- unnatural, I think. Yeah, well, I- I'd like to think they're they're going to correct it because there are a lot of unhappy fans. And so, how long were you? And, and something I've learned doing these reviews in queue. I would say, how long were you waiting online? But in queue sounds oh. better. How long were you waiting? Yeah, about five and a half hours. We were right oh. in the room. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And that was before the show starts. Obviously, you've got another five and a half hours of which was fine because once GNR started. That all went out the window. Well, yeah, once that happens. But what are you doing for five and a half hours? I mean, people are communicating. No, we're just standing, just standing in line. Security were. Uh, I mean, personally, I think there was issues with t- the ticketing. You know, we people who were in London will will tell you that we didn't get tickets until two or three days before. You know, we got e tickets rather than paper tickets that people had paid for, and they took right until uh, the show was on the Friday. I got mine on the Wednesday. Um, and there was, we could see security trying to scan tickets prior to the the five thirty sort of, uh, you know, ingress, and they, they were shaking their heads. You know, there, there was clearly some sort of issues there oh. with with the setup. Yeah, and they used to have back to back nights of that. It's just a, yeah. a nightmare. But yeah. you know, obviously, then um, Dublin happened or didn't happen, and then you know the rest of the tour. Went, yeah, went, yeah. went well, but let's kind of backtrack a little bit. And so I want to, you know, before all these issues happen, so we got to go to Veronica, who, Axel, I mean, he doesn't say, a, when he speaks on stage, he's not going on his rants now, so he's not going on like, you know, five minute conversations, but when he speaks, it's funny. So I believe, did you hear like before hard school, he, this was in, in I believe the show you went to, he's like, here's a new song. I wrote about 20 years yes, ago. Yes, it was, yes, it was, imagine that 
I have to say that I was with my friend. My friend doesn't know. I mean, I I told you she doesn't know English. And I said, well, but just come here. Like, for example, Jim and Arlen, you know. But she was like, no, no, you know, I'm shy, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she doesn't know English. And I was trying to say to her, he is saying there is a new song coming or something like that. And she was like, a new song? Ronnie, what the fuck are you talking about? Come on, you're like 60 or something. And the last um, record was like in 2000, what, eight or something? And I was like, I don't know, but this is weird. And he started to, he's a very funny guy. I mean, actually, he's such a funny guy. And I, although she wasn't understanding what was going on when he was speaking, I think that to me, okay, Axel kind of try to the Spanish people try to understand him, but how he was saying things, certain things, I don't know, because I think that at the end of the show, she kind of understood what was going on whenever Axel was speaking and singing. Okay, okay. Uh, Because I also, I'm looking at the notes, and I'll credit uh, Here Today, Gone to Hell for these, uh, these show notes. Uh, this was before, this is when he was playing Back in Black, ACDC, I, which I got to see with Axel DC. I haven't seen Guns N' Roses play it, but he's like, she, I, I got, the, he, I, I played this last time singing for my other job. Did you see ACDC when they, they came to town or Axel DC? Did, did you go to, go to that show or no? My friend was. Okay. I couldn't attend it because I was living in Seville at the time. Okay. Uh, but she attended with her, her, her brother, I guess. And once again, she's uh, very. She she really likes rock music, you know. And when she told me, "Oh, I just you know I just attend the ECDC concert, blah blah blah," and I was like, "Oh, and how was Brian?" She was like, "No, no, I have something to tell you." And I was like, "What?" No, Brian wasn't singing. It was Axel. What Axel? Axel Rose. What? Oh, you- I almost passed out because I was like, I cannot believe this. I was, oh. I was in pain in that moment. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring up a painful moment then, because that was no. Like- it's okay, don't worry. <laughs> Well, it's it's really I have cool. I the videos now because she sent it to okay. me. Like, no, you shouldn't me. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad that uh, it's cool that that they're adding Back in Black into the uh, the set list. <laughs> uh, how was that show though overall? Um, I I know we're going back a few weeks, but I, I've said repeatedly. <laughs> no. I mean, if I'm going to go to a show, and I know we're not, I know it's not the same. I know I have a dumb uh, American um, intelligence, but I know Spain is not South America. But I want to go to a Spanish-speaking show, because I think those fans, whenever I see crowds, of whether it is in Europe, Spain, or if it's in Brazil, Argentina, it's like the most passionate fans I've ever seen. Like, can you, would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely, because um, I was in the States, okay? I wasn't on pitch. But I could see, like, a wave of people it was when 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 Axel very first came on stage. You could I, I I thought that the stadium was about to fall over or something because everyone started to mm, scream to jump. Some people got arrested because trying to jump on stage. It was wild. I was like, oh my god! I I still have the video. I got it in camera because it was like 
what is going on? I mean, I know it's Axel Rose. I would do the same if I wasn't bitch, you know, from front row or something. But it was wild. And I now I can tell why the Spanish fan base has, you know, that fame of, of being very passionate. Because I think we, we live it like this. We like... We're so intense. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's great, and and for those who can't attend, like myself, and and to kind of witness that, it really makes the viewing experience more. Like you're, I always say, like you you post a video of a concert you went to, and sometimes like it, it, the crowd around you can affect the video. I'm being like, it's boring, you know. I don't want to, mm. but obviously, go if I you, you can't go to a show. I think having a, a Watching a video of like a crowd like that just really makes you feel like you're there, and, and it helps with the experience of just watching yes. plainly a video. Um, so to keep kind of the the round robin or the the round cat, we should uh, maybe I should phrase it as uh, Arlie or Jim. You can respond. What were your favorite moments of the Hanover show? Any anything that sticks out to you about that? And you know, was there a favorite song that maybe you were really looking forward to seeing that you, you got to, to finally see? As the cat thinks. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Because yeah, uh... <laughs> like I, I was saying, because like, like, when they come back around, I'm looking forward to Back in Black. So like, what were you looking forward to seeing and, and what did you see that was great? Yeah. Um, well, Let's just start with the moment the, that the band uh, came on stage. <laughs> Arlie got some tears in her eyes. <laughs> mm. and, that's just, and that's a good start. Then um, uh, she was saying that the, the song that um, just... Um, yeah, Because there were some... It's, it's interesting on this tour that there were some that they would play Street of Dreams... And there were some that they really didn't play a lot of Chinese democracy. So, I mean, if you're a Chinese democracy fan, like, are you one? Like, were you happy with that set list that day? Yeah, she is. Um, they did a couple of songs <coughs> from Chinese democracy. Um, just, I think, just Chinese democracy and better. Yeah, I'm looking at the the list. Yeah, I don't, see that's that's what's interesting. Uh, only only two, but they're adding in "Reckless Life," which you got to see something really special. And I posted a video about this uh, yesterday. Oh, I should I should yeah. properly give credit to. Um, oh, I shared a video. I, I forgive me. I can't find it now. Huh. But it was before "Reckless yeah, for, Life." For the intro, that Slash did. Yeah. Hey, fuckers! <laughs> gun, suck on fucking Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Right? They said a lot of years that. <laughs> yeah! It was cool. Um, Coma was uh, very, very cool. Uh, we liked uh, it a lot. And obviously, November Rain, it was. Uh, very an emotional moment for us. It's the song that uh, we played when the when we uh, walked in uh, the restaurant after the, <laughs> the our uh, our yep. wedding. Okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's special. Yeah, we walked into Welcome to the Jungle, 
<laughs> That's <boring>. oh nice <laughs> and and i uh, i knew she was the right one because it wasn't my idea i just felt silly i'm like i'm oh. always guns of roses we don't need to make the wedding guns of roses she's like no no and all these things happen so we had uh <laughs> you'll appreciate this too because we had i don't have the wrappers near me we had uh chocolates made like little hershey ch- uh, chocolates and the wrapper had uh, a cartoon caricature of my, uh, my cats on it and it, and it would say, welcome to the wedding, baby, you know. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so that's all her, that was all her idea, so I, I appreciate that. And, you know, when I shared the video yesterday, and you guys will probably agree, when, you know, that whole, we all laugh, hey, fuckers, sucking fucking guns and roses. But that's such an old school thing. There's no reason for them to do that other than to have fun. Other yeah. than to be like, look how far we've come. Absolutely, yeah. That was amazing, yeah. What a way and, to... And uh, Axel smiling after that, when he was doing <laughs> yeah. his little back steps. He was just, yeah. just having fun. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, unbelievable. You would not think that this is, it would be the same band as 30... Well, not the same band, but the same guy, I guess you could say, as 30 yes. years ago. I guess it could be said to everybody, but he's matured. It's it's wonderful. Um Marco, what about the highlights for you? I know it was a, a difficult show. We did the uh, the Tottenham review. Uh, but yeah, what were the highlights? honest, London, London night one was, was unbelievable. It really was. Um, so other than the actual logistic nightmares, the band were just on fire. Um, highlights for, for me, for London, were hearing Absurd and Hard School uh, and hearing be- Better with a cool intro. I'm, I'm a big Chinese democracy fan. So the more, for me, the more the better. But we only got Chinese democracy and better in London and in Milan. But yeah, hearing Absurd and Hard School was just trying to sing along with Axel to Hard School, like in a stadium. I don't know how he does it. Uh, and I know night two, he didn't do Hard School. And I know why he didn't, because I don't, I don't know how he can sing like that. Uh, it's just unbelievable. He loves uh, Absurd, though. In Milan. Milan was phenomenal. For me, it was on, on a personal level. Obviously, I, I was born in Italy, uh, lived in England for 30 years. But I, I support AC Milan, so I've been at that stadium many times for football or soccer. Um, and I've I've got a Rolling Stones AC Milan shirt because it's got a GNR. Oh, sympathy for the devil. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. But that was from when the Stones played there about a month before GNR, I think. But, um, yeah, in Milan, they were just... Obviously, I was worried as well because Glasgow had been cancelled um, the Tuesday. Milan was Sunday, and I was flying out the Saturday. Uh, I want to give a little shout-out to my friend, if I may, who sure. was with me in London. Uh, he couldn't come to Milan because his baby was due any day, and obviously we'd booked it a long time before they were expecting a baby. Um so I went on my own, and my friend was obviously uh, devastated. But um, yeah, in Milan they played a longer set. Uh, they, they added uh, an ACDC song, uh, "Walk All Over You." Um, they played Wichita Lineman, which I didn't see in London, um, but I had seen them do in 2018. And they did "Patience" and "Don't Cry" in the encore, which was unbelievable. Because uh, not, I, I never get to see "Don't Cry." <laughs> I only see "Patience." Uh, yeah, and "Reckless Life" as well. That was just such a like unbelievable surprise for that to be in the set. They're really hitting all areas of their history. Yeah, you know, which includes you know what, well, Velvet. 
I know there's two of they didn't have pyro. Uh, they didn't have the ramp out the front, like or the big ramps that Axel likes. Right. Uh, but it wasn't lacking anything because actually the stage seemed a bit narrower, but there was a lot more emphasis on the screens behind them. Um, you know, the, the the graphics that they have for each song, you know, really sort of augments what they're, what they're doing. But it seemed more like a unit, you know, just a close, compact band. Axel was back to sort of running the length, uh, you know, the length of the stage. And, yeah, they just seemed to be having fun. Uh, it was just such a good atmosphere. And to all the fans posting pictures, especially of these last few shows, anybody calling Axel fat still now needs to well, look at a photo from, like, yesterday. Like, he's wearing a white T-shirt. I mean, I hope I look like that when I'm 60. So, yeah. I don't know yeah, why that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> It's un- unreal. Um, Veronica, what about you? What were some of your highlights? What were you looking forward to seeing, and what did you see? Oof. Um, I have to say that it was my very first concert of the Guns N' Roses. Oh, it was? And it was. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Okay, <laughs> great. Yes, it was because, you know, when uh, actually Guns N' Roses to Seville, okay, just came for the EOS Revolution 1 and 2 tour back in 1992, I guess, or 1993, went to the same um, stadium in Seville and doesn't come over until my date, you know, in past Last month, and was my first time attending Guns N' Roses concert, and I was so nervous because mm, I couldn't believe that I was actually watching Axl Rose live, you know. And one of my highlights that I will forever like having in my mind it's um, watching Axl running from one side from the stage to another while singing, and doesn't. Uh, missing a note or doesn't you know like mm, he, he was like singing very good and I was like I would never like I would never <laughs> I couldn't do this never in a million years I was so so mesmerized by it and I think maybe because November Rain is my favorite song or I discovered Guns N' Roses with November Rain back in when I was 13 or something and I'm going to turn 20, 25 so okay. and for me um, leaving because I was leaving actually um, Guns N' Roses with the entire stadium because the entire stadium were, were like with the, the flash of their phones mm-hmm. doing this and while on the screen were you know the fake rain and Axel playing piano I don't know it was like too many feelings and emotions at the same time and i was like oof i was crying i was literally crying my friend was you know trying to console me like hey come on i was like oh my god it's so beautiful <laughs> i mean yeah uh, i, I think it, rain, it's it's my favorite too it's my favorite too and i think a lot of um i know mark you said you've seen gnr before um i don't know jim have you gone with early before to see guns N' roses was this um her, yeah, I, we went uh, in uh, 2017. Was in uh, in the Imola, and then in 2018 uh, in uh, Florence. Uh, that one was real cool. 
it was awesome. The crowd, it was incredible. The, it was, and we were in, in front of the stage, really. We, we went there eight in the morning, 8 a.m. We were already in front of the, uh, in the line. <laughs> so it was. Cool. It was our third. This Cause... one was our third. Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. And the reason I ask, because bouncing off what Veronica had just said, you know, the first time I, you know, saw Axel, I guess, was with Buckethead. And, uh, you know, that was still amazing. I'm like, that's Axel Rose. But at the time, it's like Axel Rose with long braids. It's, it's not the Axel I grew up with. So it's like, I'm seeing Axel Rose. This is special. This is amazing. But it's almost like, what, what, what am I really seeing here? Uh, it was kind of like a lot of processing what I'm, I'm witnessing. But when I got to yeah. see the, the reunion in 2016 and Axel and Slash are there on stage together and I had never seen that and I'm getting I'm getting a little misty eyed. I'm like, I couldn't, yeah. couldn't pull the smile off my face. Yeah, same like, reaction here. Yeah, it's, it's special. And that's why it's, uh, it's really cool to see that they're not just, um, you know, together, but they're they're – like we discussed earlier with Melissa Reese and uh, the hey fuckers suck on guns and fu-. they're they're having fun out there, you know. And it, it took a lot for yeah. them to cancel that that one show that was out of their, you know, uh, out of their control. And I know there have been fans being like, when are they going to come back? Uh, their schedule is too hard. It's I'm I'm you know obviously I can't speak for the band, but I I can't imagine them saying that and not making every effort just to come back. Um, that being said, like was why uh, Veronica, I was a little surprised, and I guess maybe not when you said you're 25, but this was your first GNR show. But I and I, I've said this before, I, I take for granted that I'm in New York, that all the bands come here, you know, and I have, I always have a chance to see them. And uh, you know, the, yeah. the thought with me is that um, in my house, you would never listening to rock music, never. Okay. So I just like. I did it by myself and I started actually listening. I mean, I <clears throat> began in, you know, the rock area, music era, I think it was with Green Day and then, you know, Guns N' Roses and Metallica and Kiss and blah, blah, blah. And my family would never, I mean, this was my first time attending a Guns N' Roses show because I could afford it. Okay. And um, because it went to my city, but actually uh, was planning to travel to watch and whatever they are in, in Europe if they didn't come to Spain. But I really tried to, <laughs> I really tried my best to watch them live way before okay. this date. But I get I just, it. I just, <laughs> so who, who got you into uh rock and roll? Cause for, I'm, I, I try to get my younger brother. They're not into rock as much as I am, but like my dad got me into rock. Like so, if your parents didn't support it, who uh, friends the I devil? I say that they're not like a supporter, but they. Well, my mom doesn't really like rock. They, she, I mean, it it, it happened this morning. Actually, I was listening to uh, what was, um, Paradise City, and I had it, you know, out loud. And my mom just came to the room like, Ryan, can you please just turn the shit out?" Because <laughs> you know. 
you know, I don't like it. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Okay, just <laughs> close my door and leave. Um, and I was like, turn the volume off, you know, just down, down. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> but they, at the end of the day, they just go with the flow. Like, okay, she 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 likes it and it's not bad for her. It's okay. <laughs> Maybe you should uh, bring them to go see Thor, where Paradise City is in there and, you know, show it. Um I would try because my mom does like Thor, so yeah, maybe I can. I brought my wife, and she doesn't care. I mean, I I like superhero <laughs> movies, but I'm not a Thor guy. But I mean, he takes off his Chris Hemsworth; he's like practically naked in it. So your mom will be happy. Oh, really? Uh, not <laughs> you see enough. You see enough. I mean, yeah. Now you're gonna go just for that, not even for Guns N' Roses. <laughs> if I go just for the Guns N' Roses, oh, you know what? I, I will say because this: I don't, I don't like. That type of movies, but I respect people who likes it. Oh. Sure, yeah, you know, uh, quick sidebar because I mean I'm a little bit of a nerd. I like Batman and Superman, but I haven't. That was more when I was younger. Those movies, the whole Marvel universe is just too big now to keep up with. I'm more of a horror movie kind of guy. Uh, but Me too. I, I knew I was never going to see um, uh, the Thor because it's it's. And unless I saw it in theaters, because it's on, it would be on Disney Plus, right? When it comes out, and I don't have that, mm-hmm. so I'm like, all right, let's let's go. You know, my my wife, we love uh, you know movie theater popcorn. We'll make a night out of it, or whatever. I don't know. I, I I spoke about this online. Yeah, they have they had four songs in there. Uh, Sweet Child was used in all the commercials. Paradise City, Welcome to the Jungle, and November Rain. And I'm reading all the reviews for Thor, making it, it's like calling it the best Guns N' Roses video since uh, November Rain, and it might as well have been, it was a love letter to Guns N' Roses, and I'm, expe- I guess my ex- expectations, and I I just went in thinking I was going to be smacked in the face with GNR. Like, I wasn't. They had like one opening scene with Welcome, which, as a Guns N' Roses fan, as we are, they took out the part, and this is when Thor, he was jumping, he was Jumping down on something. I'm going to, you know, it's going to bring you down. They took out the hook. What? Uh, Like, I was waiting. Really? Right? Like, that's such a stupid thing, but it's not, right? (laughs) Why would you? It's going to bring you down. It just lands. But I'm like, where's the hook? That would have been perfect. So (laughs) that, right? Huh? That bothered me. Paradise City, even my wife said when they played it, which was like for 30 seconds, seemed very out of place, like forced in there. November Rain was used awesome. First time in a movie ever, which I would I would pay to see the list of the amount of movies that, or TV shows that have been turned down up until now. So November Rain was used really well. Um, they called one character Axel, but they kind of made a joke out of it, trying to force it. You see a couple of Guns N' Roses shirts and posters in there sprinkled in, but overall it was okay. It was okay. So if you want a nice, if you want some popcorn, some Guns N' Roses music, but as fans, I found myself wanting to listen to the whole song and, and not care about yeah. Thor, but whatever. Russell Crowe was really funny, but that's that's my, sorry, I had to throw in a Thor I review. he was playing Zeus, I guess, or something? He was playing Zeus, and he was Italian, which he's not Italian, which was interesting. He's like, I'm not going to try to do it, but yeah. It was interesting. It was like, I, it was oh, and uh, Christian Bale was really good, too. So it was okay. But it just makes me want to see a Guns N' Roses movie, like an actual Guns N' Roses movie. So, uh, <laughs> But speaking of which, Guns N' Roses, as we're doing, Marco, is that over your uh, left shoulder, an Axel frame picture? Yeah. Um, I knew I saw it. 
I knew I knew that. Yeah, face. that was the one time. One time I met Axel and he signed that for me. Where did you meet Axel? Where did you meet Axel? Yeah. Where did you meet him? Where? Yeah. In in, in Nottingham. How'd that happen? Tell uh, us. About- Two thousand twelve. Yeah, just unbelievable. How did that? Uh, um, were you waiting for him in like a? A hotel? Were you yeah. hiding underneath, like, like in an ice box? Like, where? Like, how did you? Uh... <laughs> no, I trolled that uh, and failed miserably. Yeah. Um, he was just waiting outside the venue, um, and he was. We could see through through a fence. I mean, this was early hours of the morning, and we could just see him, sort of, you know, between the venue and the bus, and kind of walking around. Which for me is just amazing in itself. Just seeing him in his. <laughs> You know, off stage, so to speak. Axel in the wild. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, and eventually, just there was probably ten of us at the most. And there was me and my friend and our two wives. And uh, he he just started coming over. Uh, oh man, I'll just never forget that. And he just signed for everyone. And um, wow. we couldn't get a photograph, unfortunately, as it was through a gate. Oh. Um, yeah, we were all silent for the first minute, I would say. Nobody spoke. <laughs> um, I think we were just worried, you know, because, I don't know. You don't want to say um, anything. Like, I know, it's like scaring yeah, off a deer. I, I think I was genuinely the first person to speak to him, uh, other than, can you sign this, please? Oh, uh, I think I was the first person to speak to him. Uh, it's quite a funny story that it was the start of the European tour. He'd only, I think they'd played in, in Moscow, this is how long ago it was, um, before Putin, but, you know, before what's happening now. Yeah. They played in Moscow, and he'd, he'd fallen off. I don't know if you remember, he tweeted he'd fallen off a table partying, and he, he had, like, big, like, significant bruising on his legs, and he tweeted something like, you know, can we call it hematoma or something like that, and he, he was like... So we met him sort of a couple of nights later, and, and we were going to back-to-back nights, Nottingham and then Liverpool, and GNR had never played Liverpool, where the Beatles are from. And so because I didn't know what to say, because it's Axl Rose and, you know, panic, I just said, are you looking forward to playing in Liverpool, Axl? And he said, I'm just looking forward to surviving the tour. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, because he, he, he knew that what I was getting at was, you know, he, he'd had that fall the night before, but um, then the next night in Liverpool, he fell off the stage. <laughs> and I, I feel responsible for that. <laughs> it was right at the end of the show as he's walking backwards doing the peace sign. He, there was a, a step and he, I mean, you the guy's them. always in sort of leg braces or food fighter chairs. And yeah, he just carries on, man. I, I don't, he's just amazing. We got to get that chair to uh, Zach Del Rocha now. Yeah, Matt, we're going to Rage Against the Machine in August. Oh, nice. Very cool. It's uh, got in Edinburgh. So, yeah, hopefully he gets the uh, the Dave Grohl axle chair. Right, right. So let me ask, and I'm going to ask uh, Veronica and uh, Jim and Arlie the same thing. Is that axle picture behind you, Marco? Is that your favorite piece of Guns N' Roses memorabilia? And if it's not, what is? No, no, that, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, the, the, the memory... I, I'm quite sad I don't have a photograph with him uh, just because it wasn't possible. I do have a video of the meeting, but no. um, so take- that, you can only see Axel in it. <laughs> oh. Just pointing it through the, through the game. But yeah, that is my favourite just because of the memory of just seeing him there. And he was just, uh, sorry to take up too much time, but he he was passing me the programme through the, the fence. The, that's the page from the programme. Okay. And I was just in the, 
probably in a hurry to get it, just so it was definitely mine. <laughs> uh, and he said, whoa, 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 wait, it's going to tear. And he pulled it back through and arranged it, sort of, so it wouldn't, and passed it back. I, I, I just, That's, I mean... Look at that. Very nice. Yeah. And you've yeah, been just see- We've even seen videos of Axel on this European leg, taking pictures with fans, wearing a mask, signing autographs, yeah. signing guitars. So uh, just, just very cool. Um, yeah. Veronica, what about you? Do you have a favorite piece of Guns N' Roses memorabilia? Is it? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> My, I don't have that much, okay, because I'm not like that kind of girl like who likes to buy a lot of things or memorabilia about a certain group. I only have this, a jumper, and two more things. This, okay. but those are like ugh, my special ones. But the very, very, like the the one that I love the most, I guess, it's a cassette of um, I put it for destruction <laughs> cassette that I my my mom got it from me for me. She doesn't know anything about Guns and Roses, but she. Um, I don't know how managed to get that, and it's an original um, 1987 cassette. Wow! And I have it like, like it's some like my my song or something. It's my child. I have it right right next to the uh, Axel Rose Funko, which um, oh. my dad boyfriend <laughs> gave it to me, and it's like one of my best things i guess yeah i have the axel funko too that's the only one i got yeah my my damn boyfriend um gave it to me for my uh um, birthday and i have it like you know my my little child (sighs) and then next to it i have my cassette but i the cassette it's you know mitch um sorry um means much more just because my mom was the one who gave it to me. And even though she doesn't know anything about Guns N' Roses and d- doesn't know anything about rock music at all, she did it just because she knows that that makes me happy. And does, that's so sweet for her. Does she know, like, when she yelled at you this morning that that's the music that you're listening to? <laughs> Be like, hey, mom, it's your fault. You bought me this. No? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know that this music is... <laughs> cool. But- all right, now I, I got to go to the, the, the smiling cat. <laughs> I love it. That's such an interactive like uh, avatar. I know. I'm like, you can use an avatar if you don't want to show your face. I don't know. I could have been expecting just the generic lettering or a picture of a cat, but we get an interactive cat. This is great. So, uh, Arlie and Jim, uh, do you have a favorite piece of Guns N' Roses memorabilia? Yeah, for me, it will be the... Um bandana i got in the in the concert in florence because i love bandanas i wear it like not that's... all the time but almost mm. <laughs> and uh, uh but for ali is different she got something special uh she got it in our honeymoon <laughs> because we went to california uh, and she uh dragged me to see the home of Axel Rose, even if uh, he was <laughs> here in Europe <laughs> to, <laughs> for the tour. 
Uh, she got some stones and uh, gravels outside the, of the house <laughs> just to have something that was coming from the home of Axel Rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, that's she a new also, one. I haven't heard that. She also left uh, um, a note inside the uh, letterbox uh, to say... How much she loves Axel. Yeah, she will probably leave me for him <laughs> anytime. But, uh, well. I was going to ask you that. I'm like, as newlyweds, are you jealous at all of Axel Rose? I guess, not. you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, it's Axel. Uh, what can I say? It's Axel. <laughs> you know what? I understand. Cause I, Kurt... I will leave her for Axel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate your honesty. And you know what? I get it because right now on my fridge is a picture of Dave Matthews' face. I have okay, to. Okay, well. <laughs> I said that to my wife yesterday. She's printing out all these photos of Dave Matthews. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, they're going in the car. I'm like they're not going in my car. I'm like no, I'm gonna put, we're putting them in the windows on the drive up. All right, <laughs> I think these can't stay in the car. <laughs> so I, I understand. I understand. Oh, that, oh that's brilliant. Uh, I can't thank you, the three, the, excuse me, the four of you enough for for coming on today and, and sharing your Guns N' Roses experiences in different countries. And this just really means a lot to me. And I know that there's the listeners of Appetite for Distortion because that's what we all are. We all are Guns N' Roses fans going to see this band in different parts of the world, which thankfully we can do now because there was a, a long period where we had nothing. And now we got something, which is pretty great. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what comes with the South American tour. You know, what will they premiere anything new, anything different? I know there were fans that were upset being like, wasn't there something about a 30th anniversary release of User Illusion this year? Slash mentioned it in an interview, but we don't know. You know, soon is the word. As they say, as Axel said, so we just we don't know uh, as far as that's concerned. But uh, once the new tour kicks off, we'll have more of you. If you want to be like Jim and Arlie, you want to be like Veronica, you want to be like Marco, come on the podcast. Hit me up a variety of ways: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, email at the AFD Show at Gmail dot com. And uh, did you guys have fun today? Can you vouch that this is a fun experience? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Even the cat smiling, so you know we <laughs> brilliant. All right, so that does it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion. When will you see the next one? In the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, you'll see it. I don't know. As soon as the word. Thanks to the lame ass security, I'm going home.